All right, guys, thank you for listening to the Depression Journal. I'm excited about this one because I'm more thankful than anything. But I was actually having a moment a moment of depressing thoughts that seemed to me, after reading through what I had jotted down, they're pretty irrational. And I think some people can more readily relate to irrational thoughts because they have a good amount of them on their own, but then some people may think, why in the world would you ever think thoughts like this? And I totally get both perspectives, honestly. So we were on the BC Road Show. That's a podcast that I do called the Bad Christian Podcast. I was traveling from city to city with the other two hosts and some bands and other participants to give people a good experience on the road, fun. They paid for it, so we tried to make it good. And there's a lot of traveling entailed, obviously, in going from city to city. Well, Matt Carter, my co-host, had just retrieved a bunch of old footage of the band Emery and how, from 2001 on, they have been creating music, starting from nothing in Seattle, writing stuff, getting word out about their music, just basically paving their way, falling into some luck, and mostly, though, being the result of hard work and taking chances and risks and all of that. It was neat to watch this stuff, seeing people sing at their shows who obviously hadn't bought an Emory album because there were none out. Seeing the girls they interacted at such an early, immature stage of their lives, the dudes in Emory being the immature ones, I'm sure the girls were too, but that's probably not politically correct. I'm talking about Matt, Toby, Devin, those guys being immature. And just just, just seeing their lives and, and thinking about the path that Emory paved for things like Bad Christian and this podcast. It was like a lot to wrap your mind around and then thinking through the brevity of life and seeing how most of this stuff was 20 years ago uh, threw some of us for a loop. So watched a bunch of the footage. Then we had a bunch of concerts and stuff, and so it was super late at night when everyone got back together to watch it. Now, I had laid down, and I was exhausted. I mean, super exhausted, and I was toiling over the dumbest thought as far as what my friends think about me, that I am in bed while they're watching that stuff. Thoughts along the lines of, man, I hope they don't think I'm jealous that I wasn't a part of all that. Man, I hope they don't think that I'm not proud of those guys. I feel like I should be a part of that, but I'm just so tired. And I know those are silly thoughts, but it actually amounted to a lot of good for me as I feel like I had a huge revelation on friendships. A revelation that I desperately need for this current stage of life in which I'm trying to give less of a... I guess you can throw a cuss word in here, less of a whatever you want to say uh, about things in life. And I'm just trying to be more at peace and not be so people-pleasing, which is not a good thing. So I thought about the question, who are my friends just for the sake of friendship? In other words, who are my people, my friends that aren't looking for me to give them anything, that aren't trying to get anything out of the friendship other than the friendship itself. I feel like I have quite a handful of these people. That doesn't mean that 
I'm BFFs with all of them, but it definitely means that enough time has gone by for me to recognize when someone just likes and wants to be around me for me. So I started thinking about those people in the bus, a lot of those people matching that description of a true friendship. And these are people in my life that I've forgiven, persevered with, gotten through stuff with, and learned more about them for the sake of our friendship. Just because the person's friendship was important to me. And then I realized all the forgiveness that I have received from these people. All the stuff that we've been through together. And as I thought about the trivial nature of these videos, I, I think about why these people in the bus are friends with me. It certainly isn't because of what I do for them or because of me being such a great person because they're close enough to me to realize that I'm not. And they're still with me. They aren't going anywhere. We've made it this far. We're safe with one another. That's one of the best things you can give someone, by the way, is safety in your friendship. So I turned into a very thankful mood. And I started to think how I believe this distinction is very natural for many people, but for folks like me, not natural and something that needs to be worked on. So if I don't have a friendship with someone, it typically doesn't mean anything other than lack of time. I mean, sure, there's chemistry issues and people that maybe I just frankly don't really care to be friends with, but... Most, mostly, it's just mathematical. You can't be good friends with an infinite amount of people. Eventually, you're going to have to stop making friends or all your friendships are going to take a shot in the quality department because they'll just have to take on more of a superficiality because you can't be close to a bunch of people. Being a pastor is an interesting role. Lots of times people want to be my friend because of the position I have in their lives. I'm sure that's the case in many roles. Add to the fact that I provide a lot of guidance, support, listening ear to so many people, it can get a little complicated. But in my head, the friendship distinction is extremely important. So here's the distinction. There are people in this life who are my friends because they love me and accept me. And then there's everyone else. So there are many people that I like, but I don't depend on them for my spice of life or my community and personal well-being, and that's okay. It should be easy for all of us to understand that there's many relationships that each of us are in that don't really signify a true friendship. And a lot of these people, you like them a lot. It has nothing to do with liking and disliking. Disliking. So... I thought about the different people who maybe I have in the friend category, but if I'm honest, they need something from me in order for them to fully have my back or give their loyalty to. And that's fine. Depending on your life setup, you may have a lot of these people. There's people that I'm sure consider me a true friend and maybe I'm in it for something. Maybe I know that I'm in it for something or maybe I don't know. It's just a normal thing. But just know, and I think it's important for you to have this distinction in your head, that folks that are not in your friendship category, those are people you care for but not necessarily about. And what I mean by that is you care for their well-being, but you don't care about necessarily their opinion. You, you have people in your life whose opinion you care about. You don't need to care about them all. 
you you care for these people, but you're not really concerned if they're offended by something that you said incidentally, on purpose, whatever. Sometimes we drive ourselves crazy thinking, oh, I wish I wouldn't have said such and such. You care for these people, but you don't care about whether or not they comply to how you're living your life. And this is important stuff. It's important for me being a people pleaser because it's impossible task. It's an impossible task to please everyone that that I'm concerned about being happy with me. It's just insane. It's crazy, but I'm not going to do this anymore. I feel very immature saying this at 41 years old, but I got some new rules for my life. Here's what I'm going to do. I love lots of people. I have true love for those who I pastor. But right now I'm talking about people who consider me a friend. I will ask in general to all of you, but then in my head I'm asking people who consider me a friend, most of you, not even listening, and that's fine. This is for me, not you. Does your love commitment, does your love, your commitment, and your friendship waver according to how good of a friend I am to you? It's okay to need stuff from me, but I'm talking, but but are is your friendship towards me going to change if you don't get it? If so, you're not truly my friend. If I hurt you, but you aren't willing to talk to me about it, and and you're willing to just let our friendship suffer without talking, uh, we're probably not friends. Sure, there's time for being passive-aggressive in a friendship. Maybe it's not the most ideal thing, but it happens. But to be perennially passive-aggressive, that's not a true friendship. So I can't be friends with anyone, everyone. I can't make everyone happy but I need friends. And so I might as well pick people that love me for me, which means everybody else, I'm just not going to reserve a lot of thought and contemplation for and about our relationship. I probably have people being in the role that I am in as a podcaster. I have people that probably think, yeah, I got that dude's back through thick and thin. I like him. I like what he says. I trust him as a person. And that's okay. Hey, give me a wink on social media, thumbs up, or, you know, tell me you have my back. But be careful. I bet a lot of you, you don't fully support me because I could quickly say something or do something that would make you change right away. At the, I was trying to think of, at the snap of a finger or at the uh, flip of a coin. I forgot the the most common phrase used in this situation. But there's a lot of you. You listen to me. You like me. You think, yeah, I got that dude's back. But I, you could change your mind at the drop of a hat. That's what I was thinking at the drop of a hat. That's okay. That is okay. That's normal. So, and and then I feel like there's exceptions. There's people that you will meet. And even after not a lot of time, you just quickly establish that sort of relationship where it's like, man, I have a true friend. That's awesome. I need this in my life. I have this with my wife. I have this with close friends. And I'm super thankful. It's very special uh, to me to have people in my life that it's not about who I am, it's it's just about their love for me. And uh, I really do appreciate you guys. You know who you are. In fact, you're the only people that know who you are. I may suspect it, but you're the only one that knows what your heart has for me. And uh, I would encourage each of you to just think this through 
only because it is so unhealthy to live our lives for other people, even our friends. But at the very least, let's eliminate people that are not friends of ours from the mental turmoil of worrying about pleasing them. Have your group, have your crew, have your family that you're invested in, that you will actually do the work and put in the time to have a relationship with. And everybody else, man, you can like them, you can love them, you can do stuff for. They don't belong in that category. Your mind just doesn't have the room for them. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Thanks for listening, and Godspeed.